right, Josh McCormick, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm so glad Paul's not here. Man, tell me about awkward. it. <laughs> He's going to listen to that and cringe, so we'll make sure to, to note that here. That's, that's fine. <laughs> so you're, you're no stranger to the show. We've had you on a bunch of times in the past, um, but a little bit different topic of discussion today as we're ramping up for All Truck Challenge 2021. Um, you know, uh, you, you're, no, you're no stranger to that show. You've competed in this contest before, correct? Yeah, so I in 2019, I flew out there and got to be in a pit crew there, um, and I was hooked. And then I went last year. Um, could have been better, uh, not going to lie. Could have been better. Um, we started out the day doing qualifying passes, and my, my first pass, all of a sudden the engine started spitting a bunch of oil out the uh, tailpipe and the breather, and I'm like, great. <clears throat> so we get it back in the pits and we start checking it and we're pretty sure we blew a hole in the piston. Okay. Um, a little background at this point I had lost my big engine that I had built in May. Okay. It chucked a piston out the side of it. And then, um, we had this other block laying around and we kind of slapped together this like Frankenstein of parts. Like it was some of the parts from the blow up, some new parts, um, and at the time we could only get interstate McV pistons. Okay. So we had been like flogging on this thing all year long. Um, and everything was good. It was like a solid 17, 1800 horsepower truck did great. Um, right before the, we left for King of the street, <clears throat> we had a valve tulip on us. So we pulled the head, we looked at everything. Everything looked fine. Um, changed out a few valves put it back down, made another dyno hit. Everything went good. And we set off on our 36 hour drive. Jeez. Okay. <clears throat> and then we get the drive strip that happens. Now I have never cracked a piston like that, but I've had similar, like, like I knew kind of what was going on there. Okay. So with the way <clears throat> King of the street set up, we got points for qualifying. Now we didn't qualify very good, but we still got points. Um, so I went into the drawing of like the bracket for the heads up portion at that time. Okay. And I drew David Patrick. Okay. Um, well, he's a strong competitor. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is. And, and I went up to David. I was like, look, dude, I was like, I'm pretty sure I got a hole in the piston. I was like, we pulled the, the push rods out and we disconnected the injector. So that way we weren't thumping more fuel in there. Right. Um, and I was like, look, I'm going to just coast down here because you get points for every round you go. So I was okay. like, I'm gonna at least going to drive this thing down the drag strip. So David and I stage, we both like, I think David went 40 miles per hour. I could barely get it in a third without it blowing oil all over my window. Wow. Wow. So we both coast to the finish line. David obviously wins. And the rules said that you could do whatever you wanted engine repair wise as long as the engine did not break the front plane of the bumper okay so us being the team that brings everything uh i looked at my crew and they were like yep let's do it so we loosened the transmission mounts we undid the engine uh motor mount bolts we took an engine crane pulled the engine up dropped the oil pan down took the head off uh pulled that piston out with the rod swapped the uh, piston with another one that we had and then put it all back together. I think we finished at like 
three thirty in the morning. Okay. Um, on Saturday, so we went into Saturday not doing good on points, but we did not lose any for any penalties because we were able to basically like in frame that piston. And then from there, uh, it was the dyno, but then the dyno had some issues. So Sarah called for the street drive. Not a big deal. I grab uh, Meyer, and him and I hit the road. We're, you know, we're just jamming. Everybody thinks it's always a joke, but we really do listen to a lot of like Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. Hey, I'm you know not what? Sure why, it's all about that. But... It's all about that good energy, right? It's a it's an yeah, upbeat thing. It is. I think a lot of it has to do with graduating high school in like '08. The Fearless <laughs> album. Just dropped, <laughs> so I I we... actually feel where you're coming from with that. <laughs> yeah. So so we hit the road, right? And everything's good. We're 40 miles into this, and all of a sudden we start smelling fuel. And I'm like, I think there was four trucks ahead of us. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I didn't think too much of it. And then my fuel gauge like really starts to go down, and I'm like, dang, like this is really bad. And Meyer's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's coming from us. And I'm like, I don't know. I look over at my MM3 and the FCA duty cycles at idle are like 50%. And I'm like, yeah, something's wrong. But I love the event, and I think Sarah's awesome. But the street drive is, like, so important. I feel like it kind of got us to do some things that normally I wouldn't have. Okay. So we went another 12 miles with the fuel line, and then we were in the middle of Amish Town, USA, and all of a sudden I get fuel coming through the firewall. Oh. So at the time, we had two 12-mil pumps, a 6-7 rail, and two air dogs, 200s, one fed each pump. Okay. Um my lift pump pressure was at 5 PSI and my duty cycle, I think was like almost, it was getting in the eighties, nineties percent oh, wow. to okay. keep it idling. And it started to leak all over the floor of the truck. It was leaking on the ground and Tyler Buckingham comes up from behind me. He's like, dude, if you don't shut this thing off, I'm going to hit your kill switch. And I was like, all right. But like he kind of knocked me back to reality of like, it's just, a street drive. It's not worth like, you right. know, hurting myself or whatever. So we shut the truck off. The problem is the lines broke. We can't get it restarted. Um, and Tyler pushes us with a, a mint sport second gen bumper. Oh God. Rams the back of my truck and gets us out of the middle of town and off onto this side street. I call another one of my crew members who actually is my boss. Uh, he drove out with our tow truck with a replacement line. We broke number five line, like clean off the rail. Wow. Um, and we get it fixed. We actually decided, Meyer and I just decided what the heck we were already like down a thousand points. We finished the hundred mile street drive. Like we just drove until we hit a hundred miles. Okay. And I had more fun in those 60 miles of ripping through backcountry <laughs> Ohio than I've ever had. Wow. Um, and at the time this was a triple turbo truck with two hood stacks. So, I mean, it was just rowdy right right um we get back in time to dyno i was right behind david petrick david went up there and smacked like i think it was like 21 or 2200 horsepower and i was like all right i talked to a couple guys we had originally had a plan of like 17 1800 and then everyone got to talking so we decided to turn up it even more um go up on the dyno the truck kind of coughed a little bit all right and I was like, okay, it's cold, like whatever. I spun it up a little bit, built some heat in it, and then I tried it again. And I, for some reason, a lot of people said that dyno didn't load very hard. But 
like I had that truck loaded at around 60 pounds of boost at 32, 3,400 RPM. Jesus. Like we were loaded to the hill and I hit two nitrous jets on a progressive timer and then one on a manual button. And all of a sudden the truck just coughs. It starts backfiring real bad. And the problem was the RPM signal like wigged out. So the timer for the maximizer five didn't shut off automatically. So then as the engine's coming apart, it gets hit with two one thirty six jets. Oh, so it sends like this fireball out. Right. And I'm not gonna lie, like after watching a few dyno explosions and being a part of a couple of them myself, like right. I kind of freaked out for a sec because Well you've you've I had, had some... you've had viral <laughs> explosion <clears throat> videos <laughs> yeah. with the truck. So. so I had fire come through the firewall and that's what really kind of scared me. Oh god. And then after Everyone was okay. Like, we had the cable. We had the engine diaper. Like, it wasn't like yeah. we didn't have the safety what, equipment. But what did, Do you remember what the truck made? when when It made, like, 1480. It was good enough for third place. Okay. So, 1480, maybe it was fourth place, but 1480 was the number it made. Um, and what made it even worse, my wife was watching the live stream. Oh, and, no. And she uh, was back home, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and oh, then God. she called my buddy, and he was like, oh, yeah, it's bad. So, I had to deal <laughs> with that. Um, and, and we got to talking, we got it back and the guys were like, well, we might be able to fix it. Let's try Let's pull the head, pull the head. We blew three holes in cylinder walls. And I was like, all right, we're done. Yeah. That's so we called in a night, got a decent night's sleep, got up in the morning. Um, just kind of helped whoever we could with whatever parts we had left. Like I know David needed some sled pulling stuff and stuff like that. Like whatever we could yeah, do. Yeah, you just cannibalize um, the truck at that rate, help everyone else out. Yeah, you know, exactly. get through the weekend, right? And we just enjoyed the dirt drags and the sled pull. Yeah. Um, so moving into this year. So hold on. Just let's backtrack just a just a just a second here. Yeah. That that was twenty twenty, right? You 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 were there, yeah. you had those issues come about. Why what in your right mind wants you to do this again? I don't know. I mean, it's, I like the big competitions where you have to do more than one thing. Cause okay. all we have out here is dynoing, which okay. is fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like it's competitive. You can do well. There's like trophies that we all compete for. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. I love the Northwest dino circuit team. Like Cody and Elmer are both stand up guys and I always Absolutely. enjoy being around them. I've met a lot of the Duramax guys up North with like interstate diesel performance and stuff. Right. I always have a good time. Um, we have a drag strip. It's like an airstrip that they close off, and it's got these nasty bumps. So there's no drag racing. Sled pulling is like all up north. So I like an event where I have to do all these things at once. Okay. I feel like it really makes the setup have to work, or you're really going to look bad. No, I mean, it's... Um, it's, it's it's testing right the driver and the truck setup right and that's something yeah. that Sarah is very very keen on it's <clears throat> you know all these different tests that you have to put the truck through to unveil who has the strongest street truck right and this is a street truck right. competition when it's all said and done now last year when you competed it was with your 05 gray crew cab correct Yep. Okay. You, that 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 truck's not going this year. You have you have a different truck that you're going into. So let's talk a little bit about that truck and some of the changes you know that you have in that truck setup that was different from last year. 
Yeah, so the the 05 got gutted for UCC, which is why we're not taking it. I don't feel like putting it all back. Um, and because of that, like, I was missing out on, like, that high-horsepower street truck kind of thing. So we built this 07, and it's been nice. We kind of built it slowly over the year. Um, we took it sled pulling, so we did a lot of the sled pulling rules and stuff already. But it's a just another third gen, of course. Uh, 2007 original 5.9 truck. It's a 2,500 crew cab short bed. Um, it currently now has a sleeve down 6.7 to a 6.4, so four and an eighth bore. Okay. Uh, 6.7 crank, Wagler rods, diamond pistons, total seal rings. Uh, it has a power driven diesel ported head on it. 625s, industrial injection, gorilla girdle, obviously a fluid damper. We have a single extra G14 mil pump. Uh, we have a set of, I want to say they're 78 liter per minute DDPs, which okay. is about like a 315, 315% over okay. injector. And then for the valve train, we got Manton push rods, valve springs, uh, valve bridges. We have a Steed Speed T4. Going to a forced inductions, 480, 96, and a 115 T6 housing. Okay. Um, and then the atmosphere charger is a 106 millimeter GT55. It's like the latest and greatest, the GTX55. Okay. Um, with a 10 T6 housing on that. So we run a rather large set of compounds. <clears throat> Surprisingly enough, though, I it's actually my favorite compound setup to date. Uh, I like it because I can get it off in about 10 minutes and we can put it back together in about 20. So it's a lot easier than triples and it's made more power than my triples ever did. What did, what did uh, it make on the dyno? Um, so our best number, this was with the old engine, which was a six, seven. And I pulled that one out actually before it exploded, which is really cool. Uh, 1750 on fuel only. Okay. And then 2183 on spray. So, Let's let's talk about that a little bit, right? Because you you had some unfortunate circumstances last year on the dyno. You you already have a setup that's you know tested. You you know what the truck's going to do. So what is that strategy going into this year's All Truck Challenge contest when the truck is on the dyno? Um, the strategy is so that truck used to have three nitrous kits on it. Okay. Um, it now only has two. Okay. Um, and then I replaced the solenoids from the, I think there were 157 to a 125. So we went down on kit number. We went down on solenoid number. Um, and I'm not bringing any extras. Like I don't want to have to do it. So okay. my strategy going into this is keep it somewhat conservative. I, I think, I think if we hit that 16 to 1800 horsepower window, um, I think we're going to be really happy. I know that there's probably two or three competitors that could definitely beat us on the dyno, but I look at how many points that's worth versus how much destruction that can happen. So right. I'm, I'm kind of just going to let them have it. So not that I'm not going to compete, but if I do, like I said, if I'm top five on the dyno, I, I'm going to be happy with it. We're not going to spin it to the moon and spray it all the way. Like it's just not worth it in the points. So um, we, and I know a couple of competitors kind of, are getting those vibes as well. So would you say with all your experience over the last few years and, you know, you, you do a, a great job with a lot of documentation on your YouTube channel, things like that, but I'm getting this kind of vibe that not, 
not more is better, but sometimes less might be the better option to go because you need the truck to stay together for three days, right? It's not just a dyno event <clears throat> at this rate. Yeah, and, and I mean, realistically, the the problem is, is uh, as much, I, I mean, I love putting on a good show. Like, even if it explodes, like, I want it safe. And as long as we have all the safety equipment and nobody gets hurt, and it wasn't like just being belligerent with it. Right. Like if something blows up, like it sucks and it's not something that I always want attached to my name, but like I can usually laugh about it shortly thereafter, right. after I calm down and realize, you know what? It was money. I was never going to get back anyway. Like <laughs> whatever, like li live and learn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, it's not, it's not worth it. I, I mean, I can't even get parts to replace the stuff that I have in there if we do break anything, like the truck's going to be down, Man. you know what I mean? And, and it really sucks to have that. So I just learned last year, I saw how the sled pole went and I felt like we could have made up a ton of ground on sled pole day. So I'm going to kind of gear my stuff way more towards doing well, tugging the sled. Um, I think the biggest challenge is going to be dialing the power down enough to run that 735 bracket because my truck doesn't have a cage in it. Okay. Um, so that was so we're, we're gonna that was gonna be kind of the the next uh, you know uh, switching of gears here, out of all of the events, right? So you have dyno, you have drag race, sled pull, um, you have the the street test, which they're gonna the way it sounds this year, they're just gonna be doing a, an idling uh, simulation instead of a over the road driving, and then dirt drags. What do you think the most complicated part of this of this competition is going to be for you? Uh, I think the bracket okay. uh, race because Sarah, one one, I don't want to say complaint, but she always asks us at the end of the year like what we'd like different. All of us are always going to say the twenty inch hitch height, which I understand why she does it, right? Of course, but it's still like I had to spend all this money to get a custom hitch made to, <laughs> to hit that that right. limit. But whatever, I think. The bracket, if it's a pro tree, like we're working in the right direction. But I know a couple of the guys that are competing, they're going to be very good on their dial-in time. The last time we took my 07 out, uh, on tune one, it was running 7.00 at like 116 miles per hour. Okay. With lockup not working correctly. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think we're going to have to really slow the truck down. Yeah. I'm not sure where the the tuning was at as far as duration on, on tune one, but I, I need to be able to slow the truck down. And I think that's going to be the hardest part is, is it's like Tim was saying in his early, when you guys interviewed him, like having that HE351 on the manifold, right. that's huge because you can sit there, double bulb, I'm going to be on the converter. Right, of course. I think a, I think a lot of people like – one thing I've always liked on all my trucks, I can go double bulb, grab a spool jet, and then get it lit on right. the line without building all that heat because I, I don't like to do that. But I do think that on the bracket racing, those guys that have like maybe single turbos or maybe like a smaller set of compounds, those are going to be the guys that are hard to beat because they're going to be so consistent. I'm going to be like on the gas, on the brakes, on the gas, on the brakes, well, trying I mean, and to And that's that's all wear out. and tear, right? That's all wear and tear in yeah. the whole drive line and that's heat that's unneeded and things like that. And that's where, 
you know, when you're trying to add the consistency, you know, and the reliability of the setup, you know, it's 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 that background testing and things like that. Plus, you're at a higher elevation, which not making any excuses, but I feel like if you have that experience with the truck at the elevation you're at, then when you come down the sea level, it just makes things a little easier <laughs> for for yeah. It's you know it's it's why they train up here for the Olympics you know you you just perform better at sea level yeah, so no, absolutely it's it's always it's always good going down there um, but yeah I, I mean the dirt drag I've gone dirt dragging twice both times I went I did pretty well um, I don't know if we're gonna be like killer at dirt dragging um, but I think we could definitely do decently well. The dyno, like I said, I'm hoping for like top four, top five. Yeah. And then the sled pull, I, I really like top three is kind of where I got my eyes set on. Yeah. And the goal for this year is just to finish, like yeah. post the score across the board. If it ends up being the top five, great. If I end up beating David, even better. <laughs> well, but that, that's kind of where we're at. That leads me into the next, you know, the next kind <clears throat> of, you know, million dollar question. You know, I understand what your goals are. Your goals are to just finish, right? And you, you're going to compete, right? You're going to do the best you possibly can. Well, let, let, let's rewind here. I'm bringing a full backup tranny, four torque converters, two flex plates, a backup engine, a backup cylinder head, Backup injectors, two extra CP3s, an extra air dog, a trans jack, an engine hoist. What else are we bringing? Um, I'm bringing three extra turbos, and then I want to say we're that. That's the problem. Like it's not that nobody is friendly out there, but coming from so far away, I can't just like run home real quick. No, you grab can't. Something. You can't. I you mean, know. So half... we're we're bringing a ton of parts, uh, extra drive shafts for the front and rear. Wow. Extra axle shafts, like I, I uh, you're. Pr- I mean, you're bringing everything less a shell <clears throat> to put it in. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. So with with all of that being said, right? You know, you you you're, you're in with the competitors, and you have a decent idea of who's competing this year. Who are, who are some of the top the the top tier competitors that you think you know as far as the top three guys to look out for? Um, I'd say probably David Petrick for sure. Um, I know he just is working on some suspension stuff with the firepunk crew. Yep. Uh, I think he's always, he's always gotten the best of me. Um, and it's not like David, like tries to rub it in. No, no, but, he's... uh, he's, he's always been a, a stiff competitor, but I, I, out of all the guys I compete with from that area, like he's gotta be one of my favorite cause his crew's awesome. Everyone gets along yeah. and we always have a good time. Uh, I'd say Ben Francis's truck. I feel like, could be a really big contender um i know that they've spent a lot of time on it and a lot of the fab work looks just absolutely beautiful um and i know like him and i use the same tuner so i kind of know what his setup is and i think it's going to be really really rowdy and i i hope he does even better than he did last year uh chris patterson i think is coming out from texas at least the last i heard he was still on the roster right i think um chris probably will have the dyno uh, covered for sure. Uh, and I don't know cause last year he had like some kind of a, some kind of problem and I don't think he finished either. So I didn't really get to see his truck do anything else, but I think he could definitely be a pretty strong contender. Uh, and then uh, looking at the list, there's a lot of people that have come back. Uh, I know Bobby Payne is bringing his truck back. Um, he won it last year. I think, you know, it's kind of like anything Firepunk touches seems to do extremely yeah, well. So right. I, I think, 
I think he has a good chance at it this year. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of the bigger guys from last year did not come this year. Uh, and it was just, you know, there's always so much trash talk. And then you look at the roster and you're like, right. wow, this roster looked really light for the amount of crap <laughs> being talked. You know what I mean? I think that changes things, though. I mean, when you, you even look at, like, UCC, you know, guys that competed in 18 didn't compete in 19. Guys that competed in 19 didn't compete in 21. Um, it, it it shifts gears and opens opportunities up for others to rank well. And sometimes it's that extra little icing on the cake that motivates those guys that, you know, decided to opt out a year to, you know, finally throw their hats in the ring, you know, for what 2022 may look like. Yeah. So I'm just I'm, I'm really excited we got Gordon out of the shelf finally yeah and he's no. coming back i think gordon he's excited do pretty well too depending on how how saucy he wants to get with i mean it. he's a driver um, he he's a driver and yeah. he's got a setup you know i mean that's that's everything in a nutshell right yeah i'm just I, I always get curious like you know with tim and gordon and a few of these guys like what's it like to just like not have to do much to get ready like it was just good you know <laughs> like for me i'm like man like this engine's got eighteen thousand miles on it i think we've done over 30 1500 horsepower plus dyno pulls on it oh, we've wow. sled pulled it like six times drag raced it a bunch and i i like i drive that truck everywhere like to the grocery store drop my kids off at school like all that stuff and i'm just like man i would hate to be overconfident like i was the year before and run into cracking pistons on my first day. Well, I think but. I think for yourself, you know, as as you run into these types of failures, you become more aware. You know, I know when the motor in my old 07 let go years back or like in my recent car adventures, you know, blowing the motor up in that. Once you get everything back together, that's just kind of in the back of your mind. Like, OK, that that's a possibility. It's happened before. It's that what if. And it, it's kind yeah. of one of those like you want to do better than what you did prior and you want to run that that vehicle through the runner or through the ringer rather, just to prove like, okay, it's together. It's cool. But this did happen once before or twice before or whatever that looks like. Uh, preparation wise. I mean, you know, someone like Gordon, you know, he, he had a failure last year, right? Like he, he did have a problem. Um, you know, so, you know, failures happen at all costs, you know, and I think, yeah, preparation for certain things like, you know, Tim's truck, it's a part in the shop right now. We're waiting on injectors and a pump to come from Exergy, and we're waiting on a manifold. So, you know, for us, it's like chomping at the bit where, yeah, the motor's in there. The motor's been a good engine to us, but the truck owes us nothing at this rate. So it's, it's one right. of those things of, uh, you know, hopefully the pieces come together correctly. Competition day, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, any any special shout outs, any special thanks, anything you wanna kinda wrap up the, the interview with? I mean just all the all the guys that always help me. You got Meyer who's coming out, Shad, who doesn't even work at our company anymore. He's flying out to be there and he helps. Uh, we got obviously my bosses for letting me take the time off and then just all the companies that have always, you know, helped us out. We got obviously power driven, dynamite, waggler, uh Forced inductions. We have fluid dampener always coming in clutch. Hot shot secret. Air dog. Um, it's just been awesome. When we tried to build this, we even got industrial injection on board. They rushed the machine work on this for us, and it's just been it's been awesome watching it all come together. Well, I mean, it, it's 
you're genuine in saying that because, I mean, you broadcast everything on your YouTube channel, so you invite others to come in and see everything come together. So, you know, someone who is an outsider looking in on, oh, it must be really cool to have a truck at that high of horsepower, there's a dedication of time and resources and money that come into this to even make something like that possible. And I think you do a really, really good job having that on, on YouTube and having that ability as an outlet for others to see. It's It, it takes more than one person just, <laughs> to do yeah, so. Yeah, I just... I, I... I feel like that, and I also feel like there's so many like fake companies that will only post the cool stuff. Oh, of course. And like, of course, it really creates this like false narrative of like, if somebody fails, like obviously we're gonna make fun of them, blah blah blah, and like whatever. I'm 30 now, I can take it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it really sucks when you don't see that side, the oh. the decision making side of like. Yeah, this might have not been the right call, but this is why we did it, and it worked, but I wouldn't ever do it that way again, or it didn't work. I mean, I think, for one, we're in a very egotistical market, right, like this industry, and I I love this industry, right? It's been very good to me over the years, so I'm not saying that in in a negative way, but I remember personally, and I've said this on the air in the past, you uh, growing into this industry as I was younger and I would look through all of the magazines and the magazines would always allude to these very high horsepower daily driven street trucks being extremely reliable, right? They're painting a narrative of a one side and it's not always telling the whole story. Then I start working where I work and you start talking to some of these guys that had these big magazine spreads and had these trucks that were very well known. And you learn that they've been through three or four transmissions and they've been to, uh, through three or four turbocharger setups and motors and this and that. So, you know, it's like I said, it's cool that, you know, you kind of forthcome that where a lot of guys will throw shade like, oh, you know, Josh McCormack's stuff always breaks. No, that, that that's that's what happens with 1800 horsepower trucks. Like that's reality. Right. Like that's that's not you're doing something different than anyone else. You're just not covering up your 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 tracks and saying, hey, this isn't real. Like it is real. It's in black and white. Here you go. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it, man. I think you're going to do a killer job this year. Uh, You've definitely, I think, learned a lot from from past experiences. And, uh, you know, we're excited to see what that old 07 can do here in a couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll see you guys there. Sounds like a plan. uh, like like I offer to most people, if you guys need anything, just swing on by, and if I got it, well, I mean, you can you're, use it. It sounds like you're bringing a mobile shop, so of course. <laughs> yeah, we got we got uh, I, right now we got David, Gordon, and my boss. I actually got, talked enough smack to get him to join. He's bringing his truck out too, so we have like four guys that are kind of all going to be grouped together, cool. getting like tranny stuff and all that. So if you guys need anything, swing by. No, we appreciate it. We look forward to it, man. You have a great day. You too, man. I'm so glad Paul's not here. Man, tell me about it. (laughs) 